through clarity. Hey, party people. Welcome back to Singles Therapy with yours truly, Sierra and Ethan, brought to you by the Believe Network. Let's get into it. That's the neck of your life. Hello, party people. Welcome back to Singles Therapy. I am super stoked to introduce you to the host of the show this evening, the fantastically fun and flirty Sierra Speck. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Well, I was going to do fantastically fun and fertile, but... Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, Ethan's been thinking about these all day. Um, so I'm glad that he didn't come up with that one, but that one would have been a catchy one. I think it really would have shook the people. I think it just gets men who listen to the show yeah, excited. Yeah, gets the people that, going. But there's a single co-host named Sierra who's single and fertile and young and... <laughs> fertile. Well, yeah, a lot fertile of us like are fertile. Turtle, you know? I am fertile the turtle. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back from Miami. Yes, thank you very much. I My liver is... Has cirrhosis, I think, and, and your brain is my brain is short circuiting. It literally, truly, I your don't even know. Your stomach is still in Miami. Hey, well, yes, and on top of that, I was telling Ethan earlier, I ate some bad steak last night, which I'm not going to tell Danielle because she's gonna, she's gonna be Sierra. I told you so. Yeah. She's gonna be heated. Well, hopefully, she listens to the episode. So you're <laughs> sick in the head, sick in, sick in the stomach, and just sick in the liver. Everything. But you're here doing a show tonight, which is the most important part. And I'm yes. excited you're here. Yes, I'm here. I'm present. I'm here. Aki, me, me amo Sierra. Wow, okay. Well, you also <laughs> just showed that you can speak Spanish. All right, the topic of tonight, one that I think men, women, and everybody on the spectrum needs, ghosting and relationship conclusions. Yeah, it's a wild game. It's a wild game we it's play. A wild, in a wild world we live in. It is because honestly, when I'm an outside, when I'm an outside party and, and people are telling me like the relationship problems, then then they say like, oh, you know, I'm just, I think I'm just gonna stop responding, or I think I'm just gonna, you know, whatever. I get so mad like at that person, like not, I don't even know if I want to say mad, but I'm kind of like, yo, like don't do that, and I'm like, how would you feel? Like you know how you feel when someone ghosts you. Especially if you really like that person or something, or you have a great date, and then they ghost you, and you get so pissed about it. I'm like, so why don't you have the courtesy to tell that person, you know, to fuck off politely? Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, why would... But then when it's reversed and it's me, I'm like, oh, I'm going through that right now. I'm like, should I ghost this dude, or should I, like, politely be like, mm, no. It is hot underneath this table right now. <laughs> we are back underneath the table at Sierra's apartment. Nice and hot. <laughs> Sierra is heated. If you did not get heated sense from what just came out of Sierra's mouth, I don't know what you got, but wow. It's a wild society we live in. So you're about to go. All right. Let's start with you ghosting because yeah, men want to know this as much as women <clears throat> want to know why guys do it. I mean, I have, a, like, I think it's super easy. I don't think women need to hear me say why a guy ghosts you. But let's break it down. You're in this conversation with this guy right now. Yes. Who? Who's annoying the shit out of me? We're not even. It's. Uh, it's a full story. Did you? Did you like him? <clears throat> yeah. Do you no longer like him, and is he kind of being like a little clingy? And is, does he like you? Do you know that by ghosting him, he's gonna get hurt? No, I don't know. I can't tell. So like we went on a. We went on. I think we've been on two dates. 
And he's just, like, the communication's just, like, it's weird. He'll, like, just, like, dismiss me. Like, he'll, like, talk to me for, like, a few texts. And he's like, okay, have a great day. And then, like, I won't hear from him for, like, four or five days. And then he'll ask me to do something. And then if I can't or I don't want to do that activity because I'm, like, he just has asked me to do some weird things. And he'll be like, oh, okay, you know, like, well, have a great rest of your night. I'll talk to you later. I'm like, don't, I want someone that's going to text me that's, like, obsessed with me. That's, like, okay, oh, so you, like you, like, you can't do tonight? Like, how about tomorrow we can do this instead? You know what I mean? And it's, like, this dude just giving me, like, I, I, we, I, we were having fun. And, like, he's really great. He's pretty, like, sexual being, which was kind of interesting. I'm like, do you just want to have sex with me? Or, like, do you like me? Or, like what because that plays a role in at least my head i don't know about other women's but i'm like if you're trying to sleep with me on the first date like i don't think you actually like me like you need to court me and like be chivalrous and like the whole thing for me to be like okay emotionally i really like you let's take it to the next level so anyway yeah this guy is basically just i don't know what he's doing with his life and i'm kind of like next time he texts me should i just not respond should i just should i just let it go or all right Elsa, elsa take it easy for a second let me jump in because you said it already. Two dates, a guy that is pretty passive in texting and doesn't seem like – to me, this is almost like the easy ghost situation. You're two right. dates in, a guy who's not very good at texting, and there can't be that much of a commitment already between the two of you where right. if you don't speak, the world comes to an end, right? Or his life's over or your life's over. Yeah, I think if fun. there was ever a time where I may be okay with the idea of ghosting, you're kind of in that realm where it's just you guys – split apart after two dates it wasn't your thing i think people yeah. get mad about ghosting i think there's a weird window right like if you get ghosted before first date that's just a giant waste of time if you get ghosted after like a couple of interactions it's not so much a waste of time i just think it's too it's just it wasn't right the situation wasn't right for her yeah. or it wasn't right for you and there can't really be any love lost hopefully that soon within a relationship Ghosting that comes well after dates and well after hooking up and well after even potentially being in a relationship, now yeah. that's just mega fucked up. So, like, yeah. there, there is avenues to this. I think you're in a safe spot um, to ghost. That was a hor- like, I didn't want to come on here to tell anybody to like, ghost. It's I okay feel to like ghost. I was going to say, like, I don't think anybody should ever ghost. I'm this weird reverse ghoster. I'm like fucking Casper, right? Like, I'm not gone. It's, I am like. a reverse ghost. No, no, no. Let me explain why that's a reverse ghost. If you think about the ghosts in <laughs> Casper, as we break down this film for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, he is just the social delight of the film and is constantly is. in the conversation and willing to put it. My ghosting is a more interesting tactic where I am still that social person. <laughs> yeah. The con- But my attitude changes a little bit. Oh, your tone. Which I think I've never realized radiates over text, but I'm learning that as I get older. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah, I totally get that. But also with with ghosting, I feel like, like, for example, I went on a date earlier this year, like way earlier this year with this guy, met on Hinge. And he, like, had kind of ghosted me. And, like, he was talking to me, like, every day. Like, as, like, all day, every day, he was like, you know, I can't wait to go out with a doctor. And I can't wait to see you when I get back in town and blah, blah, blah. And then ghosts me. And I'm like, the fuck? So I, like, fully called him out for it. Like, waited a couple days and was like, hey, like, are we still getting together? Like, I don't think it's cool that you ghosted. Like, I'm free tomorrow at this night, this time. Like, let's do happy hour. If not, like, sayonara. And he was like, sorry, been busy. Like, things are just, like, coming up. So he decided to go on the date. We go on this date. And 
I was like under the impression the date wasn't going to go very well. And I was like, whatever, we're just going to give it a go. This guy's super cute, whatever. We go on the date. It was so fun. Like it was so great. I thought our chemistry was like really awesome. And we left and we're like texting after. And then he was like, I'd really like to see you again and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, like absolutely. And we were like flirty via text and like also a lot of sexual chemistry, like a lot of sexual chemistry and tension. Is that what brought him back from the dead? And- <clears throat> no, because after our first meeting, he just straight ghosted me oh, again. God. And I was like, I feel like on a date, you can tell like a vibe, like you know, there's dates that you go on where you're kind of like, you both leave and it's kind of like, yeah, I think it was kind of a mutual, we're probably not going to talk after that. But like, especially if you say like, oh my God, let's go out again. Like, I know it's a common, just like awkward thing to say at the end of a date where it's just like, yeah, I'd love to do it again. Like, don't say that if you don't, if you don't mean it or like, don't kiss me if you don't want to like type of thing. And it's just like, there's a vibe. And if you have a vibe, like, the other person had a really great time and, like, is trying to still text you and, like, see you, you can't just ghost that person. You have to give that person some ounce of respect to be like, okay, I can tell this other person likes me and wants to go out with me again, but, like, I just, I'm not there. So I'm going to, you know, be like, hey, I don't think it was uh, meant for us. How do you feel about calling out ghosters? Like, you just said you did it once, but, like, I, I, I'm notorious for if, like, a girl ghosts me. It just, like, I send the you. ghost emoji, and I've actually gotten oh, response. I've gotten response like funny responses from that. They're like that's a good response. They're like I was gonna ghost you, but this was like kind of cute and funny, and I'm back in. I was like, well now I kind of want to ghost well, you. Well now I kind of want to ghost yeah, you, like, dick. Yeah, I was like, I've gotten some funny responses with that. Um, that's clever. Yeah, I I think you should reach out. Like if they ghost you already, what's gonna hurt? Exactly. Or like a funny quirky like. You ghost, all right, Casper, nice meeting you, or like something along those lines. It seems like I'm obsessed with that movie, but that's just another great, I honestly think that was another great. Well, he is a ghost. That's what I'm saying. What are the other ghost names? Because I feel like you shouldn't say Casper because Casper is a friendly ghost. Right. But I don't know their names. Lou, Stu, maybe. Honestly, you're just taking shots in the dark that I will agree with, to be honest with you. I think it's Lou, Stu, and Drew. Works for me. Um, But no, I think it's warranted. (laughs) No idea. Yeah, I have no clue. I think it's warranted to reach out after being ghosted. I think it's like you I give feel it like, like if you liked that person and you thought you had good chemistry, you're really excited to see them again. Yeah, because it's fucking annoying. Like we had, a, I had a great fucking time, and you're just gonna leave me in the dust because you think you're all that in a bag of chips. Like I don't think so, Mister. If I, I didn't really like you and didn't have a good time, I I normally kind of brush it off. Because yeah, I've definitely been ghosted where I'm like. Okay. Yep. Haven't heard from him. Don't really care that much. Let's let's go deeper into. I guess texting is a format of almost like breaking up. So, whether it's long distance or whether it's you're just not courageous enough to do a breakup in person. Outside of ghosting, I feel like there's other ways to do it that are also wrong. Like for instance, I'm about to throw myself under the bus. Uh-oh. But it's just like that's why I was giving it. I'm like it's another version of ghosting. Is that tone shift we brought up earlier? Tova would know this very well. I was speaking to one of her friends. You had met that person as well. Yes, I have. We were very communicative. We were very flirty. I mean, we met up in the middle of the desert to have a fun-filled weekend. (laughs) Mm-hmm. All right, so like a lot went on. Like there was a relationship there for like three months. A small period of time. Yeah. Yeah. And my whole thing. The pattern changed. 
Right. I am stuck in this is where, like, it is not healthy and girls will should hate what I'm about to say. It's like I'm stuck in this idea where, like, I am afraid of the hurt they're going to go through, but I'm also not really willing to stick around or want anything more, but I don't, I've yet to figure out a formula in which I put that together. <laughs> it's none. I know, okay, it's really nasty. There so is like, none. So my tone does change. I get to more okays. I get to shorter text messages, like, mm-hmm. oh, fun, sounds great. That was That's so not cool. good because then it, like, like, texts are what give people anxiety. Like no, when I, I get know. A t- when I get a text, even like my ex-boyfriend, for example, he is not really a texter. His texts are very short, sweet, to the point. He uses periods. Like when we first started, I learned not to use periods. When we first started texting, I was like, "What the fuck does this mean? Why did he just k me? What is this period?" Granted, learned, he's you, older. To than be me, fair, but... you learn about those. Things. Like you learn about k. You don't. But use even it, still, into our k. into our relationship, he would still text me some things, and I'd be like, "Fuck, is he mad at me? Is he okay?" Like. What is this? What is this punctuation? Can I, can I say backwardsly? The reason I use periods is I was with a girl one time that was so upset Are with the grammar? lack of grammar, like and missing commas or periods that I put them She's in there. She's a psychopath, and I'm okay. so glad you're not with her anymore. Okay. Well, I just want to make that a point. Like, I don't become a period or a K guy. I become more of like a. I still sound still, uplifting, yeah. but in shorter Short. words and Short. with like less desire to continue to text. Like, I get. Yeah. Like frustrated with texting you all the time, like yeah, because you don't want to do it anymore. Right. So your texts are short. And I'm not necessarily a good texter to begin with. I think I'm a very flirty texter off the bat. If I like you and I feel confident in sending you flirty texts, like sometimes For it's hard. Sure. Like if you meet a girl at a bar, I'm not instantly jumping in with like flirty yeah. banter over text. I feel like there's a weighing out period. One of the guys I'm talking to right now, um, that I'm well, I guess dating, I guess technically. We're, like, just getting – we're, like, two dates in. We've known each other for, like, a handful of weeks, I guess. And it's just, like, we're just getting to, like, flirty texts. Nice. Okay, and that's a great – but you'll know some – there can be a shift. I feel like it doesn't – it's not just a man. Like, you could shift as well. I've done it plenty. Right, where you're, like, you're less interested in the I'm text. I'm like, shut the fuck that, up. I, I don't want to text so you. So tell me what's worse there. Like, the cold cutoff of a ghost or that slow, gradual, oh, this is getting painful. Your texts are really showing your interest is well, lacking. Well, for your situation, three months, you can't ghost. And you had a mutual friend. So you've got to cut that one off because any woman, for sure a woman, I don't know about you guys as guys, but, like, you notice whenever you get into some type of relationship, there is a pattern. Like, things just happen where it's like, oh, he calls me after work every day. Oh, um, he normally does this every Friday. Oh, he picks up actually. Oh, like, that he was normally kind of my Ill does with this. It. Yeah, and then it's just like all of a sudden, if one of those things doesn't happen, and then you're like, okay, whatever, that was kind of weird. Next day, something else doesn't happen. You're just like, this is very bizarre. I haven't heard from him in hours. I don't, I don't know what's going on. I don't know where he is. I don't know like anything. Then you start to panic. Then you start to get anxiety. Then you overthink everything. And then it's just like that that's kind of a, a jab to the heart where you're like, really? And then it's just the anticipation of like, okay, this person doesn't like me anymore. They're going to end it. But like, when are you going to pull the plug? Like, do I have to do it? Do I have to sit you down and be like, hey, I'm really hurt by these things. And then you just be like, yeah, I don't want to date you anymore. And it's like, dude, I had to call that conversation for you to break well, up I just kind of want to make an argument. I was just like thinking in my mind of like situations. Um, I think it's the lack of being called out. Like I think I could have been called out much earlier than I was. Just like I know I have in the past where I was like, this girl is just not feeling me anymore. I'm going to be like, yo, just want to check in. I don't think you're really feeling me that much anymore. Let's We could talk about it. It's, it'll be cool. Let's just go our separate ways if that's what it is it's just the vibe i'm getting from like 
texting conversations or phone conversations. And I feel like mine just dragged on for a long time of like, Mm -hmm. like almost like I wish she challenged me so I could be like, yeah, you know, I just don't think this is going to be it, you know? And I feel like, and, and you could come back at me being like, why weren't you just fucking honest about that to start? And I was like, I don't know, it's kind of hard. I don't like the idea of like losing people or like people I've spent a lot of time with, some emotional time, physical time, whatever it is. I don't like just seeing that walk out the door and it's never going to come back. And honestly, I feel like we were going to get to a certain point in this podcast anyways. But like outside of one girl, maybe on this planet, I think every relationship I've had in my past, I can still talk to that person. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they all still follow me. And I'm pretty sure they all like those are small. But I'm literally I literally think I can text every single one of them a like a hello and get a response back. Yeah. I would say I could do that pretty much to all my exes, except for, I mean, one I could, but I don't want to. Well, right. You don't want to do that at a certain <laughs> point. Like, and I, I just, I got out of that phase where I don't, want, like, the even I don't want to. I mean, I've been, like, jaded and hurt by girls, too, the op- other way. It's not just me ending all these relationships, but, like, well, even right. I have gotten over to the point, like, where, like, yes, there probably was needed to be some time, but, dude, I mean, that girl who they're going to hear about, like, Thanksgiving story-wise is, is actually a perfect example of somebody who's ghosted me who conveniently would only reach out to me when I was home and in town. Loser. And then when I would go back to L.A. or Dayton, Ohio, would just ghost and be like, what the fuck? Which yeah, led to psychopath. Which led to preemptive but Snapchats I, with other women and, <laughs> and, some, and petty, petty responses. I think ghost... Ugh, petty responses are the worst. Or like, or like, okay, for example, when you're saying, oh, I'd rather just text them or whatever and say, hey, I don't think you're really feeling me anymore. Um, I'm just getting this vibe, so if you want to end it, like, that's cool. I feel like that is, like, almost, you're, like, telling them what you, like, what you think that they're going to do. So, like, it's almost like you should really just sit down and be like, hey, is everything okay? You know, I've just been, I haven't been feeling like things are right anymore or things are a little off and I just wanted to check in with you instead of just, like, setting it up. Because something could actually be off with that person, and then they're like, "Wait, whoa!" Like, no, I no, don't. No, I don't necessarily jump to. I, just... I wouldn't. I wouldn't jump to that gun necessarily off the bat. I mean, I would for sure check in and be like, "Are you okay? Is everything okay?" Like, and then if she's like, "Yeah, everything's fine," or like, "Oh, there's a little trouble at home," or like whatever, like whatever it is, I'd be like, "All right, like happy." I would then go out of my way to be like happy to work on it. But if like there was resistance even there, and it just didn't progress, I'd be like, "I, I think it this means is just that not you don't have good communication skills." Me. No, not you. I'm saying in general, like if you were talking to somebody and then you're just trying to solve the situation and like be like move on with your relationship and then that person's still kind of giving you that resistance. It's like, okay, well, you're still giving me pushback. You have a wall up like let's we'll see how this goes. But if this keeps happening, then I guess we just have to we have to go our separate ways, which, yeah, I think it's ultimately it's come down to I mean. I got to be honest, I was just giving grief to people who don't have courage to do it in public or over the phone. I I, I didn't even realize that in this calendar, somebody, this girl I was with earlier in the year, in this calendar year, I've had to end two relationships mm-hmm. over the phone, which was disastrous both times. That's horrible. And honestly, it was after being told I was doing the right thing, which made me be like, oh, doing the right thing is almost just as painful as like, or is more painful than doing it the wrong way and just, like, not having to deal with it. Like, having to watch somebody yeah. cry on the other side of the phone well, is yeah. Well, rough. yeah. 
like either way, like it, over the phone or in person. Also, like, what the fuck was my deal with these two long distance? I don't know. Truly, I don't know what you were doing. I don't know what I was doing either. Because <laughs> I remember at one point you were like, I don't want to do this anymore. And I was like, then you need to end I know. it. Danielle's actually the one who fucking was like, all right, well, you just got to like straight up, like tell her yeah, and like, like let no. her know. Because um, then you're just, you're just hurting yourself by staying in this situation where you're like, oh, now I'm blocking myself out from other things. Fucking spending flight money for you yeah. from the East Coast to like, come, I'm wow. not, I'm not famous enough yet. Like that. Yeah, don't do that again. And yeah, I mean you can, but like maybe for buying someone. a hotel room in the middle of the desert. I mean, I'm telling these are like. So again, ending. I mean, I guess I would have to ask you because I did from the side that I was ending things on a phone, which made me feel better, which made me feel more honest, and which made me feel like FaceTiming, not even just on the phone, like FaceTime. Yeah, full face. Like you I was see like, your face. Do you have the courage to do that? No, Do you expect I, that from the other way around? How would you handle it from the other way around? I feel like, well, so my ex and I, we came, it came to a point in the relationship where, like, there was a one day that was just, like, so bad. And it really, really, like, fully hit me that I'm going to have to break up with my boyfriend. And which, like, legitimately killed me inside because I, I was like, he probably feels it too. This is it. And... It, it was really, really hard for me because I, like, loved this person, like, so much. And I was like, I – and I literally woke up that next morning. I looked at Danielle, and I was like, Danielle, I'm going to have to break up with him. And she was like, okay. Like, that's okay. I'm here for you, you know, whatever. And, you know, he came over later that day, and, like, I literally took a sick day from work. It was the worst day, like, of my life. We did and in person. he came over, and I thought I was just going to break up with him, and then he ended up really breaking up with me – and then after the conversation, I was like, honestly, after he sat there, I don't think I was going to be able to break up with him because I just, I loved him so much. And I literally was just looking at him like, no, 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 Like, I want to work through this. I want to work through it. Like, even though in my heart, I was like, this, this isn't right. Like, he's, he's not the person I'm supposed to marry, even though, like, I literally thought I was going to marry this dude and have his children and we were going to live, like, this amazing life together. I'm like, no, I just wanted to work on it so bad because I had those, like, rose-colored glasses on that I was just, like, just so head over heels still. And he was just like, yeah, no, um, I can't do this anymore. And I'm like, you son of a bitch. It's <laughs> like we really were diving into your feelings. Yeah, and then, uh, and like then a, I cried, I mean, and I, he helped but, uh, me. It was in horrible. The grand, in the grand scheme of breakups, like, if you left the story there, just because I know where the story goes after that point, that's just a healthy in-person breakup which should be yeah. the way it's done it was pretty calm now, no yelling was done it was very very calm and very like because i was i literally i think my response was i know <laughs> <laughs> like i'm pretty sure i was just like yep yeah i know because i will say like it's what happens after the fact that makes it an unhealthy breakup whether and i'm not saying this guy's did this these things but i'm saying it from things i've done in my past from things i've watched other yeah. guys do to other women in my past, like the manipulative after effect where the it's guy horrible. where the guy is done with you in this relationship sense, but wants to still be like, oh, I think I could still get it whenever I would like. And she's not off with somebody else. The periodic check ins, the unwarranted text, the on and off again ghosting, which we were talking about earlier, like. Yeah, it's just like if bro, you're going to do the break, do the you got to do the break. It's a clean, like You got to do a clean break. break, but that doesn't mean you can't reheal a relationship uh, like as a friendship or even just as acquaintances down the line like i'm saying i 
I cannot claim that I haven't done that. I mean, the first girl I was ever with in my entire life, I gotta say, like, had to be the worst version of me ever. And she'd admit to it, but I think she would still talk to me. Like, she lives in Denver now. She's super happy. She has a boyfriend, a dog. Her life is so fucking good. But it was so miserable when we were, like, first starting off because we dated. I didn't want it anymore because I didn't want a label, and I wanted to kind of, like, fool around and do my other thing. But I was still, like, manipulative where I was, like, checking in on her, sending her text messages, being telling her telling her things she wanted yeah. to hear, but then simultaneously disappearing for portions of time. Right. And so, like, I was this giant douchebag. And that was that's me coming to an understanding when I was 17, 18 years old. I'm seeing guys who are in their 40s, their 30s, or late 20s yeah, doing still this. And I'm doing like, it. It's just a tactic. And, I, like, I tell girls yeah. like you, for instance, for somebody who I think who has gone through this, it's like, it's literally a tactic. And I know it doesn't change how your emotions I and know. feels are. And I'm just like, I know this is It's a nasty it thing that comes following a breakup. Yeah, and it's just like, it's one of those things where sometimes I don't even think, depends on the person, really depends on the person, but I'm like, I don't even think this person meant to do it. They genuinely, I think, miss or still like that other person, but they just know, like, a relationship with that other person just, like, isn't, like, that's not their person. That's not they're going to be with, but they're ultimately lonely, and their subconscious is, like, I'm lonely. I miss the last person that I had. Like, you know, I wish that, you know, she or he could be here, and so then you reach out. And it's just like, let's see what, it's almost like a let's see what happens. Right. If I reach out, will they reach out back? And if they reach out back, that means that they maybe still like me, that maybe they'll come over. And sometimes that's the only that, satisfaction they need, like, which is the yeah. worst part about it. Because then you're playing with somebody else's emotions. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's so fucked up. I think it's so fucked up when people do it. And yeah, it's, I don't think people should do it. Don't do it. I <laughs> that's my that's my I agree I, I would hope to say that I haven't done it since and I don't think I really have I mean because I see it done to some of my friends too or I'll see my friends like reach back out to their exes and I'm just like no no she wasn't ready wow that could be a new staple of this <laughs> show I mean I just heard that on the last episode we did that's great yeah uh, don't do that no definitely don't do that have respect for a breakup like it's one it's hard to begin with and two she probably doesn't respect you for breaking up with her or he doesn't respect you for breaking up with him so let the clean break happen because then it makes me resent like right. resent you in a way where it's like no I, I know you're playing with my heart like I know you're like just fucking lonely and like whatever and then once you get someone else then you it's full ghost and it's like oh well wonder where he or she went I gotta tell you for a show that's been a lot of giggles and light this has gotta be like our most therapeutical one I feel like we've We've really, like, dived down the Yeah, thing. we've really went deep. We basically said just ghost somebody after a second date so you don't have to deal with all these other relationship problems and yes. qualms. But that's, I'm telling you, the ghosting thing, it's, like, fully a vibe. Like, do you agree that, like, you can feel a vibe when you're done with a date of, like, yeah, I can tell both of us were kind of just yeah, not there. I, yeah, but I'm in the standpoint of being, like, thank you, that was great. And, like, kind of leaving it open-ended because then neither party feels ghosted. Right. That's the thing I'm saying about when you leave. I feel like it's almost like an automatic, like, we should do this again. And then it's like, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Ooh, that's a good way to look at it. Like, there isn't that like, simultaneous let's do that again or you already haven't made a second plan. Like, yeah. I have to be honest, like, every— Sometimes you're on a date and it's like you're talking about, like, a certain restaurant. You're like, oh, my God, we should go. 
And then it's like, oh my God, yeah, like we should totally go. Let's go. And then you're like, oh, well, on the date, we were talking about all these different plans and stuff that we could do. So now I'm expecting that like we do some of these fucking plans we talked about. I think that's also how you can tell you like somebody is like when the your plans are up, you make another plan almost instantly. And I think that's a good way to also yeah. determine whether it's going to work or not work. And that could maybe help stay away from the ghosting situations like when you d are done wanting to hang out with a person let that be it right when you're not making the next plan when you can't see future plans being a thing you want to do with this person like let that be the calling card you know like let that be what it is and you know that like hey this person just isn't in the same social sphere I want to be in it doesn't matter it doesn't have to go off their, their attraction their personality all this other stuff it's just like hey this, this person isn't for me I'm not going to ghost them, but I think we should mutually just be like, thank you, that was fun, that was great. Let's just slowly fade away from any form of communication with that maybe in person or over the cell phone, the cellular device. Like, I wonder if back in the day, like, when cell cellular devices weren't a thing. They stopped sending pigeons. <laughs> they, would, they, they would hold <laughs> their pigeons tight, I think not let them fly the coop. Today from, what, what would a name in back in the day? Belinda. No. Belinda. Caesar. Oh my god! I just wait for the, I don't even think pigeons they existed. Had pigeons. No, but like when they had like they you know, like, have them trained. like rotary phones, and when you'd have to like actually go to someone's door to like ask them out, like type of thing. Do, if they just like stop showing up, like did they just stop showing up, or did they actually end it? Like I feel like no one really knows. Johnny hasn't rang my doorbell in six fortnights. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like. Did, was ghosting a thing and we just didn't know because that wasn't labeled? No, what you would do is you'd get like a blanket and you'd run across their yard really fast and that'd be the last time they saw you. Ghosting. <sighs> that was cheesy. Okay, I gotta tell you, right. I think I'm pretty funny on that show. this show and that was... <laughs> that was that, so that one goes as my that, that one goes to my worst one, for sure. Putting that in the worst one column, sorry. Not a blooper though, it made it here. Alright. It made it. Also, by the way, we have bloopers in some of these. You have to listen until after the music because Ethan put it after the music. Yeah, just check out our bloopers. They'll be <laughs> they'll be in the music. But anyway, Sierra, we're wrapping up this episode. Final thoughts on ghosting. Do you think you're cured? Do you think you'll be a ghoster moving forward? Do you think you won't be a ghoster moving forward? Hopefully I meet the man of my goddamn dreams and I don't have to ghost anymore because we then just go right off into the sunset. But um, I definitely think I'll probably ghost this dude. <laughs> and on that note, just know that if I start sending you okays, have fun, sounds great, it's more than likely over. Usually, He's I like Caspering to, you. I was going to say, I'm usually <laughs> Casper the friendly Ethan over here usually is a little <laughs> bit more social on these text messages. So be a little careful. Appreciate everybody. Don't waste their time. And de definitely try to not ghost people if you don't have to. Be respectful. And that's all we got for you, party people. We will see you after the holidays. We're going to have plenty of episodes going through all the holidays. You won't have to miss us for a single week. We'll be back next time. Thank you so much. Have a good night. Ciao. Up in this bitch
I've arrived with a motherfucking bucket full of CDs. I'm flying out my city and it's really something. Bush men, little buildings and the hills amongst them. Got a couple homies out in Austin, cost them. Messages, W tickets, cop them. Cause I'm feeling like a bigger stage, a bigger wage. Just coming from what's pumping in my rib cage. I'm getting paid and nothing's new again. Now my dick again. If I came up out, what I used to claim back in blacker days. Now I move the ball forward. I'm cracking open pack of plays, Dave. I'm pumped about your son, man. Your one man that got me into music in the first place. In the worst ways, I I wanna give your boy the gift of feeling right brain to know the love that mom and pop and Drew and us have contained. I, I can't say that it gets to me, but every time I pull my head up, there's a flex to V. You'll get none. You'll get none. You'll get. None, you'll get absolutely nothing Every time I get the breath to breathe You're next to me with your fucking press release You'll get none, you'll get none You'll get what? Oh, girl Everybody want a piece when you a rock star They wanna talk about the bottles and the lobster They never talk about the inner piece of lockdown How to handle situations from the top down Let's have a more intelligent conversation This doodles interview and he was just a flex and a faker When told my reply was some bullshit And that's some true shit And that's whatever feels good And that's when it gets real good Hell yeah, I'm up in this bitch Sack up in this bitch Chop a ride, all up in it With a bucket full of CDs and freebies And if you think you're really gonna see me And maybe I'll believe you get this The sacrifices, I'll never regret this So okay, my cocky flow is officially Thank you for listening to Believe You can show support to your host By subscribing to the show And giving us a five-star rating On your preferred platform Check us out at Believe.com And search for B-L-E-A-V On YouTube